last week on Lore Seekers. So anyway, folks, we are here with a very special guest specializing in YouTube videos that are all about Elder Scrolls Online builds. We're here with Zynode. December 14th at 7 p.m. EST. This is taking place at our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Podcast. It's a podcast workshop, and it's all for you. We're doing a lore lesson tonight on Brackenleaf's Briars. Mm. Don't worry. I'll explain. There's so many bees. But we have speculations about where we're going. I think it's the same speculations that everybody else has for 2020 and ESO. We're going to talk about that at a later date, though. From the depths of the darkest caverns to the peaks of the highest mountaintops. Join two friends as they explore Tamriel and share their tales one pint at a time. This is the Lore Seekers Podcast. My mic's unmuted. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, How are you? I haven't, I haven't played this one in a while. Sweet Jesus. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's been one of those kind of weeks, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, stuff's been happening. That's for sure. So, yeah. so, so what's cracking? What's, what, are you just... Well... I'm chopping at the bit. Well, and you put it way down. Is, what can I get you? Oh, well, you're going to hold that thought. Uh, I want a gray beard ale without the beard hair in it, please. Yeah, he'll what supply that himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a haunting brew mead. Don't ever right talk up. over me. Ever again. What? I'm having a haunting brew mead. Is that is that the reflection of your attitude right now? No, I have a great attitude. Do we need to, do I, do we just, do, should we get the ruler out like teachers used to do and smack your wrists? Oh my God, you're literally my wife right now. <laughs> you're literally my wife. Well, if the boot fits. Oh my God. Okay. Um, I think we have a show. We do. Are you going to, yeah. Do you going to tell me about your week or am I going to pry it out of you? I had a great week. All right. I'm so excited I have things to talk about, but they're way down in the notes. I know. There's a reason for that. I know. Probably because it's going to be the longest thing we talk about tonight. It's probably going to be the longest thing we talk about. It includes Vegas. It does include Vegas. Oh, yeah. So, so I, did you... Who? Okay, I'm not even going to talk about it right now. Okay. Let's talk about other things. Okay. Yeah. So, my week in ESO... Do tell. I don't even want to say it. I'm almost embarrassed. You shouldn't. You should just say you're working on something. <laughs> I don't think you're no, capable okay, of that. So, so I'll allude to all the other things that everybody can probably guess I did in ESO this week. But first, literally, once YouTube stops being terrible, I'm literally uploading a new episode of From the Hearth right now. Right this second. But I don't know what's going on with YouTube because it's taking forever. But oh. anyway, so that's happening. Uh, what else did I do? I rolled a new tune this week. Oh. Yeah. Everybody's like, really? That's not any news. You, I know. You know what? At this point in, they really should just be accustomed to this. 
Uh, they pretty much are, because it's pretty... uh, for the better part of two years, I've been rolling new tunes every epping week. Oh. So, I don't even care, though. Um, having a lot of fun with them, like I do with every single damn brand new tune I have, I rolled the Stam Sork. He's a little tiny powerhouse. Hmm. In a little tiny package. Hmm. He's a Bosmer. Of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else been going on? Been getting our butts kicked in uh, March Sacrifices hard mode. Mm. Turns out, uh, yeah, turns out that's a little bit of a challenge. Turns out it's legit. It's quite legit. Yeah. I didn't say F you Finn even one time because I kind of knew it was going to be happening. But uh, yeah, that is that place is pretty legit. So slowly but surely we're chipping away. I think we've had the boss down to like 15%. Oh, all right. Before we died and, and not even any rage quits. Kind of happy about that. Nice. So um, anyway, that's been pretty much my week. Um, I'm still trying to catch up on Dragonhold. Mm-hmm. Now I haven't finished it. Don't judge me. Okay. A lot of things going on. Really? So anyway. Awesome. Well, <laughs> my day has been, or my week has been uh, filled with the stamps work as well. <laughs> it has. We did this together. Well, See, we, my friends, we, we do these things on we purpose. Did. Yeah, we did. Here's the thing. Like, uh, and you know, we've talked about previous episodes. Like um, when we roll new tunes and we're trying to figure something out, that's usually when things end up being very, very good. Um, cause we have, we have ideas we can bounce off each other. So it's like, we're doing the same thing. I know you're rolling two handed. I'm rolling dual wield. Um, and this right. is for PVE purposes. And, um, and so it's just fun. I enjoy doing that. I think, exactly. I think it's a good time, but I'm no, really it's, enjoying it's, the stamp sork. The stamp sork is really a lot of fun. Um, he hits really hard. I'm, I'm running a bow and a two hander. And um, it's, I think he's like level 30-ish, something like that. And, ooh, man, it is a blast. It is. Well, I like it because it's, you know, I got bow, I got dual wheel on the front bar, so I'm getting that close-up action. You're also getting those Sork abilities in there, um, which, you know, aren't very many because, granted, most are Magicka. Um, But then on the back bar, you got the bow, so you got that ranged feel. And, um, you know, I was telling you this the other day and to everyone who's listening, I feel like it's a, a regular Skyrim character. Like if you were just to boot up Skyrim, it's just like that one generic character that you'd play. Yes. And when you said that, like I have these, I have these moments when Jibs will say something that reminds me of something, which is pretty much every effing day. He'll say something that reminds me of something that I really like. I really like Skyrim. And pun intended for the current climate in Elder Scrolls Online and things to come. Anyway, he had mentioned that. Like, you know, this it really does feel like a Skyrim character. And I was like, oh, I should roll this tune in Skyrim and do a new playthrough. And then I remembered that I have the new Star Wars game that I bought and I haven't even touched it yet because I can't <laughs> stop playing yet. So, and I'm like, when the F am I going to have time to even roll a new Skyrim tune? But yeah. that being said, what you said about that being a new Skyrim or being a Skyrim tune really did resonate. And I was like, you know, he's, he's right. This could be super fun. Now, I don't play Stam characters. So I had this conversation with Jibs. Jibs, what was the conversation that I had with you in regards to where the heck I'm at with ESO? 
You're pulled in a million different directions. I'm pulled in a million different directions. I have so many dang characters, and I just want one. I've even contemplated murdering every single tune on my list. Oh, but don't do that. That's stupid. That's a little, yeah, that's a little. That's stupid. So I'm not going to do that. Oh. But I'm still on. I'm still on this overarching quest to find the one I want to stick with. And at this point, I don't think it's ever going to happen. To be honest with you, I will probably have different characters for different situations, and you just kind of do what you do. But that being said, I do. I do have kind of a newfound respect for Stam characters because of this, you know, past week. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Because I usually just play Magicka, but he's pretty fun. Yeah, it's fun. And, you know, just a so chat's wanting to know why we're not using these for PvP. Apparently, Stam Storks are shredding in PvP right now. Good to know. Um, oh, well, we've, we've taken them into PvP. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we Lobby have. PvP. Lobby PvP. Yeah, it's, you know, it's weird. You know, it's... The scaling from, you know, on Lobby PvP to post-50 is, you know, and we've said this in the past, it's not even the same ballpark you know, experience. It's it's different. You know, the scaling. Oh, yeah. It's it doesn't scale the same. So it's you know, if you're in finding you're enjoying a character pre fifty and you try to take that post fifty, more than likely you're going to walk away frustrated for a couple of games to so figure it out and get your sets and all that. But um, you know, pre fifty, they're they're holding their own pretty well. You know, so yeah, I'll, they're doing well. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. It, it does go to show how important it is because I've gone in there just like on my training gear because I normally will just make a set of training gear for leveling. I've gone into PvP just trying to squeeze in that daily mm-hmm. for that big fat XP bonus. I have tried to get in there and just squeeze in that daily and been like terribly unsuccessful because if you're not, and I won't even say optimized, but if you're not remotely geared and prepared for pvp it's very difficult you can do it but it's very difficult to bring in a pve character with pve gear and expect to not be squishy or you know expect to do very very well in a pvp setting yeah so now we have two sets (laughs) we each have two sets i have my training set and then i have my impen set and um I think the first time I went through there, I was on the phone with you. Was I on the phone with you or was I texting you? Something like that. Anyway, I had 11 kills in my very first match. I was level 10. Mm-hmm. And I went, uh, okay. <laughs> so something about this guy works pretty well. But you're right. When you do reach level 50 and you end up, you know, dabbling with your CP points and stuff, or you end up dabbling in, in uh, post 50 PVP. Once you lose those leveling bonuses and all that nice stuff you get when you're leveling your character, mm-hmm. it's it's sad for a minute. Yeah. It's very sad. Yeah, and then you're like, all right, that's when the fun starts. I love figuring yeah. out the puzzle. I love the puzzle for PvP, you know. That's one of my favorite things about making characters and builds for it. But right. anyway, well, we got a show to do. Are you ready? We do. For the nitty gritty. I'm always ready. All right, my friends. Well, everyone, welcome. This is a Lord Seekers podcast. Yeah. Volume six, number four. And uh, we're your hosts. My name is Jibs. And I'm joined by my favorite friend of all time, longtime co-host of mine, another podcast. Good buddy. Getting ready to hug his neck here in the next month. 
my friend Cash. I'm going to make sure I put on some some lavender spray or something lavender, super offensive. Lavender, what the? <laughs> It'd be offensive. Some freaking patchouli mash on my freaking neck. Oh. Yeah, because that's the second time in a week you've told me you're going to give me a neck hug. You know who gives me neck hugs? My oh. daughter. Oh. Which makes it which makes it when you say it to me really effing creepy. Oh. F- well, I didn't, you said it, not me. I mean, I didn't mean to make it creepy. I just want to. You know, I'm going to give you a be neck evident, hug. Be evident. <laughs> I get to see my best friend once a year. Maybe giving him a big hug. I'll tell you what. How about how about a bro hug with back slap? That would be way better than you anywhere near my neck. <laughs> Unless you want vomit on the front of your shirt. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> oh, sorry about your sorry about your ESO sorry, shirt there, buddy. Sorry, sorry. Oh my gosh, that's funny stuff. All right, well, everyone, welcome. If you were here with us last week on the show, we talked uh, streaming for charity, Crown Store Showcase for December 2019. Uh, what was our lore lesson on? It was wordy. I can't remember off the top of my head. Help me out. Last week, Briarheart? we did a yeah, lore lesson on uh, Briarheart's Briars. Yeah, there you go. And we talked with Zynode. We had a whole interview with the process of designing new builds. By the way, quick plug go listen to that episode. Very, very, very good, and it shows the passion and concern and focus that Zino puts into his build. So anyway, this week on the show, we're talking Undaunted. We're talking Frost Astronaut Crown Craze Season. We're talking the next chapter of ESO and the lore lesson on the... We are doing a... This was actually a recommended lore lesson by one of our amazing Twitch watchers and community members. We're doing it on the Ideal Masters, which is very interesting, actually. Chat says the lore lesson is hugs and Tamriel. It could be neck hugs. Neck hugs and Tamriel. <laughs> followed by bring your own puke bucket. <laughs> Help. All right, friends. Well, this <laughs> before we do anything, before we move any further, this Saturday, which would be, if you're listening on release day, to be tomorrow... On December 14th at 7 p.m. EST, I'm hoping, hosting my very first uh, podcast workshop. And this may be my last. I don't know how we're going to do this, we're, but I'm giving you everything. And we're, this could take a few hours, and we're doing it all live, okay? It's how to podcast. The whole th- intent is to help you get your first show off the ground, give you tips and tricks from seven years of casting, and we'll do a full Q&A, and we'll answer all of your questions. Anyway, this is Saturday, December 14th at 7 p.m. EST, twitch.tv slash loreseekerspodcast. Now, you know, I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm kind of sad. I'm about sad too. It. Yeah, I'm sad because I cannot be there for that, even though I really, really want to be, but I am playing Santa at my mother-in-law's Christmas party. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go. <laughs> my wife's like, my wife gave me the ultimate test on that one you know you don't have to go if you don't want to if you want to do that thing with jibs you can't and i looked at her and just cocked my head and went what this is a test isn't it she goes no not at all i was like okay i'll be at your mom's <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i really oh, am funny. looking forward to seeing this um uh post-production and if you have if you have any inklings of doing 
a podcast, please come listen to this. And the reason being is because this gentleman sitting right across from me is amazing when it comes to that stuff. And I'm, I'm very, very, very pleased that he drug me into this hobby as hardcore as he was into this hobby. And, uh, he's very good. So I drug you by the neck. By the with neck. a hug, with a, a hug. neck hug. Apparently, and this is oh. you know, I I just want to I want to end that here with this. Chat says neck hugs in Tamriel, a holiday guide from the Dark Brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> they'll, they'll show you they'll oh. show you firsthand how neck hugs turn into choking people out. You know how many times I'm at the outfit station at Stormhaven, and I'm constantly hearing people getting gutted behind me. Blade of Woes going off left and right. Yeah, it is all the time. A thing. I mean, there's an yeah. epidemic of murders happening right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny that you say that because that does happen in pretty much every city you're in. And I always take the time to not kill NPCs, like unless I'm kind of going through the, that Dark Brotherhood storyline and I need the points or whatever. But yeah. I don't. I just don't do that. My characters don't do that. But you always hear like. <laughs> <laughs> so just douche falls down and you're like really yeah it's kind Terrible. of startling Serial sometimes killer. yeah sometimes i'm afraid of my life all of a sudden i hear a shank and a guy screaming a woman in the background screaming calling for guards we've got a guy over here that's freaking out and running away and i'm just sitting there trying to just play fashion scrolls online you know what you can bet though if the, if we had pvp servers you would be one of the people getting killed all the time or any player would because it'd be happening everywhere do you imagine that pvp server I, I don't want to talk about it because that gets me really excited. Oh, oh, now I'm thinking about it. All right, so anyway, uh, for those of you who are here live, for those of you who are listening on release day, uh, December 12th, guess what? The final cinematic to the season of The Dragon is coming out at the Game Awards. So many Yeah, things. buddy. There's so many things happening. Yeah, buddy. There's a lot of things happening uh, in the scenes and behind the scenes. That's for sure. But uh, anyway, so yeah, we look forward to that. And uh, it's going to be good. We've already speculated on it. Can I read the tweet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. The last battle in your year-long adventure is here. Tune in to At The Game Awards on December 12th to see the third and final installment of Hashtag Season of the Dragon Cinematic Trailers. There you go. Bing, bang, boom. I mean, that was pretty good. You know, that's like, the that's, you know, you could, I think you may be able to pull off a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday monster jam. (laughs) I mean, you're right up there. But that's stupid, so I won't. I'm going to monster jam next year, actually. Hmm, Case in point. So. (laughs) You are so redneck, you're freaking redneck. I hate you so much. I know. Hear ye, hear ye, Tamaril has some news. All right, well, let's talk some news, and Cash can make fun of Indiana some more. Yeah, hey, you know what? At least my state isn't falling into the giant ocean next to you, so. That's true. Yeah. You you say whatever you want to say about California. And you'll agree. You don't even refute it. I have no argument. You don't even refute it. No, because you're right. Everybody's right. Say whatever you want about California. You're all right. Oh, Zynodes in chat, how are you, buddy? <laughs> hey, what's going on? All right, so anyway, uh, an update on the Undaunted event. Let's hit this off. Uh, let's hit this first. This is coming to us from uh, at Tiso Online, their Twitter feed. 
So here we go. This is actually hot off the press. This came out uh, as a recording date. So here we go. Quote, as of this time, we still plan to re-enable the Undaunted event, but we're moving it out of this year and into mid-January so we can continue working on some additional fixes for the Activity Finder. You may be wondering how this will affect the remaining event tickets you can collect for this year. We plan to make up for this by making a slight change to the upcoming New Life Festival. During this event, in addition to the normal acquisition of event tickets, you can kill any boss in the game to receive an additional three event tickets. In this case, any boss includes all Delph bosses, world bosses, arena final bosses, dungeon final bosses, and trial final bosses. This change will net you five total tickets per day. They thanked everybody for their patience and let you know when they have an exact date for the Undaunted event returning in January. So there you go, man. That's actually kind of nice because they're giving everybody a chance to catch up. And at the same time, they're like, we're really sorry. Because there's a lot of people that are looking forward to the Undaunted event. That's really a fun event. I think a lot of ESO ESO players, a ton of ESO players, are very, very dungeon lovey. I'll tell you what. We are definitely dungeon lovey. We are, but I've been waiting on an event since June. Because June's my highlight. Well, one of my highlight months of ESO, because it's the uh, Battleground event. I forget the name. But uh, anyway, that's supposed to be happening in January. White Strike? That's supposed to be happening in uh, January as well. At least that's originally what they what was said a few months mm, ago. So there's a lot of crap happening in January. There's a l- we're gonna be talking about that. It's midsummer madness, by the way. But midsummer I don't madness, think, thank you. I don't. It's a little earlier than midsummer, a little late. Can we be like midwinter madness? Can we do that? I think they're mind after midyear mayhem. Of, that's what. It, yeah, midyear mayhem. That's right. So they're. I think they're they're messing with us a little bit because they're like, well, midyear, but we'll do it in January just to kind of throw us off, and we are very easily thrown off. Doesn't take much. No. <laughs> throw especially, a banana peel on the ground, and I'm going to step on you. it. <laughs> it's just the way that it happens. Oh, so so there's that. Yeah, I'm excited. It, it, Either it, way, I'm excited. I think it was handled about the best way you know they possibly could. So. There's that. Exactly. You know, know what I mean, Jing? I do know what you mean. A quick shout out to Zynode in chat. Thank you very much. You are amazing. And we're getting a lot of really good feedback about our interview with you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, next up on the docket, we got this coming to us from ElderScrollsOnline.com. And I'm excited. Introducing the Frost Astronaut Crown Crate. Yeah. We're going to go through this. Yeah. Point by point. This is hot. Triple T. Triple T hot. All right. There's Actually, a... it's cold. Well, it's... With double D cold. Cold. <laughs> cold hearted snake. It's a double D cold. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. So anyway, quote, in the churning chaos of oblivion, a storm takes shape. Frigid winds howl and swirl, and from this icy cyclone, great horrors emerge. Frost, Atronox. These lumbering beasts strike like a blizzard, crushing the innocent and the wicked alike under an avalanche of savage blows. Do you dare to summon their awesome power? End quote. All right. So for everyone listening on release day, 
on Friday. Well, these came out yesterday. So for those of you who maybe haven't been able to hop in game yet, we're going to give you the lowdown, all right? So in these ice-cold containers, man, I love marketing verbiage. <laughs> yep. Bone-chilling event of the year. <laughs> uh, Sunday, or Sundas, Sundas, Sundas. <laughs> uh, you'll find a compilation of chilling cur- curios, yeah, uh, including useful consumables and a wintry collection of new and returning collectibles. And, in quote, guess what, friends? We've got some things to look at. First up on oh, the docket. Oh, buddy. Oh, Frost Atronach. Dwarven Spider Mount. This is a yeah, Dwarven Spider Mount covered in ice with armor. Ice and yeah. armor and fur. I think it's in there somewhere. You might want to bring yourself something to sit on, otherwise your ass gonna get a little cold. Oh, I want it so bad. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean it it literally looks like a frost atronach. Yeah. Glimmer mount. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it looks really good. I'm excited about that one. Uh, let's see. Next up, we've got the Everlasting Snowball Memento. So that is both awesome and extremely annoying. <laughs> it's like the mud balls that we got a couple of years back, and um, I'm still constantly getting hit with, but this is going to be pretty cool. It's just so freaking new life. I mean, look at them. In the picture, they're all they're frolicking around in the snow, throwing throwing stuff at each other. You know how that snowball is glowing? Clothes. Yeah. I wonder if that's the everlasting part. Looks like an everlasting gobstopper. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's Chew it's up, big, Charlie. big. It's white. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I could not help it. Oh, I was going to do it if you didn't. I I don't remember. Sometimes they just come out. Regret nothing. Uh, Next up, we got Target Frost Atronach Furnishing Dummy. Um, This looks awesome. This looks like the the boss from, um, oh, what is, what's the, what's the dungeon? Um, Keep, the the Keep. Um, Dire Frost Keep. Thank you. And it also looks like the Frost Atronachs from Sunspire. Yeah, actually, First boss, the, good call. The ice dragon. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Absolutely. Next up, we got the. Ooh, you're excited about this one, the <laughs> dude. The I'm fawn so pet. Stupidly, I'm so stupidly excited about this. It's crazy. Yeah, the fawn pet. Yeah, it's a that it, fawn pet yeah. is. I don't. If I say cute, then I'm. I'm. People are going to think I'm stupid. People are going to think I'm non-masculine. So I don't care. It's so freaking cute. I cannot stand it. Do you feel like, as someone who favors Bosmer, that's the reason why you connect with this little thing? 150% yes. Really? That's why. Yeah, like, okay, so playing my little stamp sork right now, I'm already thinking in my head, like, how am I going to, like, RP this character in my mind? Well, he's a little Bosmer, and he's a little Bosmer. He needs a nice little pet. Uh, What better is there to have a freaking deer for a pet if you're, like, a nature type of a character? It's just awesome. Isn't this like... So I'm, yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Isn't isn't this like a mobile snack to a Bosmer? That's, um, that's what chat's saying. Isn't this no. like a, a... I mean... They, no. They don't just eat other races. They're not just cannibals. Okay. So right? Bosmer eat their enemies. 
How could you look at that cute little white spotted deer and think about that being an enemy at any time during your gameplay period? Just pretend it's Bambi's mother and you're good. <laughs> Bambi's mother also is cute and white spotted. I may have taken Do we a need step a lore lesson on the Bosmer? We need a lore we, lesson on the Bosmer. I need a refresher on the Bosmer. That tells you anything. So the Green Pact with the Bosmer. Oh, you're doing this. Okay. I'm doing it. We'll do it real quick. Okay. The Green Pact yeah, yeah. from the Bosmer is, is an agreement between Yfrey and the Bosmer to protect the foliage in Valenwood. So it means that they cannot harm the plants in Valenwood. Now, as part of the Green Pact which is super freaking sinister, the Bosmer can consume or would consume the bodies of their enemies within three days. So this includes mortals. So yes, the Bosmer would kill somebody in battle and they would have three days to consume their enemy. I remember Not that a freaking fuzzy, cute little furrier deer. You know, I don't mean to that take... Care- that little guy will be following my Bosmer around for it's sure. A, it's incredibly cute. It's, you know, I can see this being a lot of people's thing. It's not mine. I'm glad you like it, though. It's got, I got do. A little, got a little baby. You I know mean, what I want? There's not much that can replace my cats, bro. My little kitty cats, especially my naked little kitty cat that yeah. follows me around. Yeah. But this this little deer will for a while. Very cute. You know, one thing I really would <laughs> like. You could care less. <laughs> Wait, I, I care 100%. This is the cutest thing in the okay, whole wide world. Okay. okay. Right. Continue. My face is giving it away, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so here's the deal. Here's what I would like to see. I would like to have companions, like, of random NPCs from the game. Like, wouldn't it be oh funny as, you know, all get out to have Rigert following you around as a non-combat I like companion? I really like Rigert. That would- <laughs> Would that be just the funniest thing? Oh. You know, I I completely agree with you. And they don't have to be combat companions, but how no. bitching would it be to have a combat yeah. companion that does just a little DPS? Doesn't have to be a yeah. lot, but just a little bit of DPS. Maybe a nice nod to Oblivion. Have uh, around April Fools or somewhere in that area a uh, adoring like ESO's version of an adoring fan follow you around. I don't. I don't know what that is. You don't know what the adoring fan? I don't. <gasps> oh my gosh! Are you serious? I know. I'm terrible. Are you American? What is it? Oh. <laughs> oh my god! That is so incredibly ballsy of you. <laughs> yes, I am, and I don't know what it is. So you, you go need, ahead, hate mail. You need whatever you want to do. You need to YouTube the adoring fan, and then you'll understand. Everything I'm Chances saying. are I've probably seen the YouTube video because I do have a teenage daughter and I've just forgotten because I'm old AF. That's probably what happened here. Don't hate me. Yeah, all right. So anyway, next up, uh, we've got two extremely rare mounts. We've got... This looks this looks pretty good. These, these models are extremely detailed. First up, we've got the Dark Aeon Wolf. You came up against uh, Cal Granty anytime recently, particularly near the end. No spoilers, but yeah, this is pretty interesting stuff. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's very cool. And if you are a nature-based character, 
he has green elemental coming off of him, which yeah. is very cool. I've that's why I love spring when they bring back I forget what's the the wild hunt crates when they bring those wild hunt crates in and they have all the very very Bosmer stuff. Yeah, I flip out. I love that stuff, and this this is very reminiscent of that. That was the last time that I bought that um, the wild hunt guar. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the bear—they're oh, they're just yeah. amazing looking. And this guy is like kind of right along those same lines, but he looks like he's got like that stone skin armor, yeah, like black onyx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really first. really cool. Yeah, this looks good. He has a little soul patch too of uh, the glowing green. So this looks face? very cool. Yeah, he does. Look at that. Yeah, glowing green eyes. This this That's looks very legit. fell. Yeah, yeah wow nice pull I know, nice pull oh, you like that uh, yeah, it's yeah, very fell very yeah very very um so next up we got the volcanic cinch panther mount take a look at this guy he's uh all yeah. kinds of lavaed up that looks i can crazy. see this thing being used by those who are using uh zynodes burn builds for stamina decay and magic and decay because it's all fire damage yeah it would perfectly go with that build. Really, cool anybody who's there. using fire damage ever, like you're, if you're a dark elf, that'd be fun. You know, being around Marlin, um, Dragon Knights. Uh, this is just, this is cool for those listening. Uh, it's a panther mount, but it, it almost looks like the skin color, the tone is almost like a volcanic rock. And then it's got all these cracks in it. And, and within those cracks, you're seeing this fiery lava glow. Um, then he's got fire or lava coming off of him in various places. It looks. Does he have a little beard? Is that a little? What is that like a, a stone beard there at the bottom? It looks like it. Yeah, huh. it looks like a little lava rock beard. If you think um, the ground from the last boss in Blood Rot Forge, yeah, that's that's exactly what this dude looks like. Oh yeah, so check him out. He's yeah, cool. yeah. And so that was just. Oh wait, no, we got one more. Uh, no, a few more. Uh, dark, is it opaline? Is that? Nah, it's a horse. Whatever. Okay. The nice. dark opaline steam. <laughs> you hate older horse mouth so much. <laughs> so for those of you who are the undaunted event, they talked about the opaline uh, shoulder style pages. Well, if you if you see those in game, if you go to your style pages, look them up. You'll see they have like the purple and teal and kind of gem like hue to them. Well, they made a mount, and it's a basically a giant gem opaline gem oh my god it's actually a really good way to explain that so it looks like a like a whole bunch of cut gems put together on a horse that's got to be uncomfortable for the horse underneath well yeah <laughs> get that shit off me <laughs> oh man and so finally the frost astronaut crown crate also has a selection of returning fan favorite crown store items including the Witch Knight Charger Mount, and my lady's Cloud Cat Pet. Okay, so I don't, I'm don't. i not really a horse fan. I think we've covered that before. You, just but, like 30 seconds ago. Yeah, well, I know. It's, it, it exudes from me that I'm not really a, a horse fan, at least in the game. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't eat horse meat and stuff. I like horses are cool. I just don't prefer them as mounts. But this dude's really, really cool. If you're looking at the picture of him, the Witch Knight Charger. So very snow-based, it looks like. He's got like a skin up top 
uh, over the top of his, you know, back. He's got like a like a Nordic drinking horn on the back with um with like a little leather pack. He's very snow centric. So this one's really, really cool. And then everybody knows I'm a cat fan, but this particular one is really not my style because it's got a little pink bow around its neck. It's right up your alley. So. It's totally you. This is Oh. Remember what you said? Remember what you said's gonna happen in Vegas when you're gonna neck hug me? Yeah, you got to I'm going to remember that comment and I'm going to dick shot you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, to go I'm back to be like, "Hey. <laughs> What's that joke? What's hey. capital Thailand?" Uh, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I will leave it at that. You can't hit me there. This is a family show. That's a no-no. That's no no-no square. Hey, on that first horse, did you notice the drinking horn? No, no, square. Yeah, I don't know if you were lucid for the last. Like, I wondered if you said that. Days. I did say that. You did say that. I apologize. Okay. Oh, well, sorry. anyway, this is the perfect Skyrim mount. Assuming we go to Skyrim next chapter, so there's that. Take that with whoa, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's stop making crazy ass assumptions. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did, you, did you see my location on my Twitter feed? No, I changed it to definitely not Skyrim. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. So, stuff. like we were buddy. saying, I think we were talking about it on our lap. We're going to end up talking about this here pretty quick, guys, because we're going to talk about Vegas. Like, how can we not? <laughs> we right. were literally saying last night that what happens if they do, like, the other part of Mark Meyer? Oh, wouldn't that be the ultimate con? <laughs> A year-long story of Mark <laughs> Oh, my God. I would laugh. I would so... shoot myself in the mouth. <laughs> oh man, I would lose it. That'd be the funniest. That'd be the best con ever in the existence it would of be ever. The ultimate freaking troll. Oh, it truly would. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. funny because it's funny because for as for as fun and iconic and um lore centric Merkmeyer was we just don't talk much about Merkmeyer. I mean oh, everybody knows I, everybody knows the first rule about Merkmeyer is you don't talk about Merkmeyer. <laughs> it's I don't know, like it was just it didn't really grab me like the other releases have. Um Yeah, I mean it's you know like I I'm not gonna yeah. bag on it or anything. It was just there's just something about it. I don't know it was Argonian? <laughs> Might that be it? Maybe. I just, like, if I compare it to something like Wolf Hunter, you know, to me, Wolf Hunter was more appealing. I'm not even going to read chat right now because <laughs> they're answering all of our questions. We're trying to be nice. And so it's just, anyway, yeah. It's, all content in ESO is has been really, really fun, but we yeah, have our favorites absolutely. and we have our not favorites. Yeah, it was just... Speaking of... Speaking of favorites, yeah. I have to mention elsewhere and the fact that one of my baby Khajiit came to see me. This is Gypsy. Oh, hi, Gypsy. Yeah. So, anyway, Frost Crown Crate season. It's coming. I'm excited. And, uh, yeah. It'll be a good one. Yeah, it will be a good one. This is a good Crown Crate season. I'm actually really, really excited about it. I, it when I can look at one of these Crown Crate seasons and know that there's at least three items I'm going to be picking up, then, yeah, it's a win. For sure. I'm legitimately concerned about my crown balance after this. 
<laughs> it's going to be gross. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt. But, dude, okay. it's Christmas. So here's the other thing I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Crown sale. Oh, I'm surprised that hasn't happened already with Black Friday. They're, I think they're very, very stealthy about crown sales. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Come uh, yeah, out of nowhere with it. I get it. I'm really hoping that that becomes a thing because normally at least one time a year when that when those crowns go on sale, yeah, I get really brave and buy a metric crap ton of them for so I can stock up for the year and then I try and grab the bank statement from the mail before my wife sees it. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. The last two years I've done that like three or four times and it's like I'll go out there and be like, oh babe, I'll get the mail and I'll go out and then I'm like... <laughs> And throw it away. It's like, we never got a bank statement. This I'm like, sucks. <laughs> I think at one point oh, man. last year, I had 90,000 crowns. Uh, um, so, okay, let me, let me preface this again. What? <laughs> let me preface this again. Mm-hmm. When they go on sale, I go absolutely nuts on crowns because I saved for the year. That being said, I am a total effing dork. I don't have any other hobbies. Maybe a couple other. I don't really go out and do a bunch of stuff. This is my entertainment. So I can justify spending the money on ESO. Keeps me out of the bars. Right? Yeah. Right. At least for about a month when we're in Vegas. (laughs) Is it time to talk about Vegas? It's so much time. It's so much time. Uh, All right. So anyway... Oh, good friends. We had something drop this past week, and we've really just been... We've, I feel like we've been on cruise control up to this point. We've, we've been wanting to talk about this uh, as soon as we started recording. But uh, anyway, so this coming to us from ElderScrollsOnline.com. Register now to join us in Vegas for our next chapter announce. Yeah. yeah. Should we just read through this and then talk? Or how do you how do you want to do this? I'll read through this and we'll talk. Okay. Okay. ESO's next epic adventure is coming soon, and you can join us in Viva Las Vegas for the big announcement. Be part of the excitement and join us under the bright lights of the HyperX Esports Arena in Las Vegas for the announcement of the Elder Scrolls Online's next big year-long adventure and chapter. Now, segue. Last time we were recording our show last week, you'll remember that Rich Lambert joined us and he mentioned, keep an eye on your Twitter feeds tomorrow. Something's coming. So we got a little sneak peek. This is exactly what it was. So I'm going to talk about the details. Then Jibs and I are going to talk about our experiences once we received this tweet. Okay. (laughs) The location, the HyperX Esports Arena in Las Vegas at the Luxor. And then, yeah, hyperexportsarenalasvegas.com. Anyway, Thursday, January 16th, approximately between 12 and 4 p.m. I like the four-hour window. It's a little bit like the cable company, but we don't know how drunk the dev team's going to be. So they're like, yeah, it'll be sometime around there that we're going to talk about what's happening in 2020. Now, it gives you the RSP, RSVP form to register for it. As far as we know, everybody from this point out that is not this point, but like maybe a day ago, 
that has tried to register is put on a wait list. So it seems like they're full. Additional details will be made closer to the announcement date. Can't make it. That's okay. They're looking into having an additional community event throughout 2020. So keep an eye out for more information in the future. Now, they did mention RSVPs were extremely limited. So they urged you to register as soon as you can. And finally, be sure to watch the Game Awards on December 12th, 2019, 8.30 p.m. EST to check out the final installment of the Season of the Dragon cinematic trailer. Now, when this came out last Friday, Jibs, what did you do? Uh, well, which part? I, I, I think. Well, I... when it okay, so when this came out, it was about six thirty-ish a.m. PST, which would make it nine thirty-ish EST for you. So you were up and about and having a day, and I was literally rubbing the sleep out of my eyes. Is that when I called you? Didn't call me. Something happened before you called me. I texted you. Something happened before that. I legitimately can't remember why I walk into the kitchen anymore, so help me out. <laughs> okay, so here's how it went down for me. I woke up at 6.30 to the boop, boop, boop on my phone. Grabbed my phone, looked at my phone, saw the tweet from ESO. Right after I had a kitten, literally, I ran downstairs because I knew my wife was, I smelled coffee. I knew my wife was already down. She was already up and downstairs making coffee. So I was like, uh, babe, um, um, she goes, where do you want to go? On Thursday, January 16th. <laughs> and I go to Vegas. <laughs> and I had to show her, I was like, you got to see this. And she's just like, well, of course, like go. So, um, I think even before I called Jibs. I had already called and or I had already RSVP'd and I had already booked a room. <laughs> I called yep. the Luxor yep. immediately. Yeah. And booked a room and then I called Jibs and I was like, okay, so we're going to Vegas, right? And he's like, oh. And eventually the answer was yes. So Jibs and I, the lore seekers, including a bunch of our community members, will be in Vegas. Going to Vegas, baby. 16th. It is going Fever. to be Heck yeah. freaking epic. And um, oh, yeah. giant shout out to both Casual Ranger, who is a major um, Twitter influencer, really, really good dude, and uh, Kyle Dempster Studios, which you guys probably have watched Kyle's um, videos, another really, really amazing content creator for ESO, and the host of the, um, the um, Tenants podcast for ESO. He is also going to be there. We're um, assisting them with um, putting together some type of a meetup before this happens. So if you're planning on going, keep an eye on either Jib's Twitter, my Twitter, Casual Ranger's Twitter, or Kyle Dempster's Twitter, or any of the social medias. Or at Lore Seekers For cast. details. Yeah, or Lore Seekers. Um, for um, the details on what's going to be going on. Now, this is probably going to be taking place on Wednesday because most of us are going to be coming in on Wednesday evening for this, but um, it's it's open to anybody. You want to come, just come on up. We can hang out, buy beers for each other, hugs. We can do neck hugs. We can do hips in hugs. We can do all kinds of weird crap. It'll be super fun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it's going to be a good time. Heck yeah. Lord Seekers coming to Vegas. Uh, I know there's a lot of our listeners that are going to be coming. Um, 
so that's going to be fun. We got, like you said, community members coming. Uh, look forward to seeing old friends. Look forward to meeting new ones. It's going to be a good time. New friends. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm so uh, just kidding. That's your grumpy old man talking. I was just kidding. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I like new people. Let's go. <laughs> just know that I greet with hips and hugs. It might get super creepy. Are they going to stream it? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine it's going to get streamed. Now, what I would also not imagine is that uh, there's going to be some type of a bet tied to that whole shenanigan with Rich Lambert this year because he already has freaking purple hair. That's happened. And he already has a giant leg tattoo because of last year's event. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he's tapped out on I Dare You. Yeah. Things. I don't know. I don't know. well. I almost I was gonna say I would almost be down to do something. I wouldn't mind some more ink. I love ink. You have at it. I already you threw down the gauntlet about getting the lore seekers uh logo yeah. tattooed and I already did it. Yeah, so. props to you. Yeah, that was actually that's an amazing piece, by the way. Oh thank you. Thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Vegas, yeah, it's happening. Um it's gonna be a good time for those of you I, I think they are gonna stream it. Um so, yeah, we're going to be arriving there uh, on the 15th, hang out all day. Uh, and then the 16th, we'll be at this thing. 17th, I don't know what we're doing on the 17th, but we'll be there. Dude, Blackjack, are you freaking crazy? I'm go to Bellagio. I'm going to go to Ocean's. I actually heard. Ocean's 12 areas. 11, Wherever you sorry. want, bud. We'll go. I'll show you where I got married. I got married in Vegas. Yes, was I did. It, was that at an Elf, no, Elvis it Chapel? Was not at the Elvis Chapel. Was it, it was a very nice place. It was in I got married at the Bellagio. Oh, that's fantastic. I got married at the Bellagio. This is going to blow you people away. 20 years ago this year. Yeah. Actually, 2020. Yeah. 20 years. Yep. Dear God. That's amazing. Congratulations, my friend. I know. And actually, I still love my wife like a crap ton. So, hey, <laughs> so you know, that's positive. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. I don't know if she loves me back, but I'm saying. Well, I mean, she puts up with you in the very least, so. She does. Dude, that is a lot to ask <laughs> of any person, let alone an amazing woman. Oh, it's a stuff. lot to ask. Good so stuff. here's the other thing. Yeah. I literally heard there's a place in Vegas my daughter showed me last night. I think it's called I think it's called heart disease. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, we're going. What? What I wonder. I wonder if my daughter is even. We here. need to live stream this on our Twitter feed for everyone to Make watch. Make conversation. Hey, kid. <laughs> what? What she's is probably it? Probably making heart her own disease? YouTube video or something. She's busy. Heart disease. Is this like an entertainment? I think it's like, called like heart. Chat will probably know like heart attack or heart disease or something. We don't give a crap about your health. Type of thing. We're going. Okay. Because it looks. Epic. Is it what can you explain like what it is? Is it is there any like yeah, it's a context? bunch of shit food? This is a bunch of amazing oh. tasting food that you shouldn't eat every day. Oh well shoot, sign me up. Yeah. Let's go. I know. Let's go. Heart attack grill. That's it. See? Dude, our chat is so much freaking smarter than we are. That's really Heart a attack thing? grill. That's it. Yeah. What, We're going. What was the one uh isn't there one called Wicked Wicked Food? Wicked Buffet? Wicked You what? I don't, I don't know. know. There's something there. Wicked Fork? I think it's Wicked Fork. I don't know. Uh, you know That'll work for you. Okay. We need more than one meal while we're there. Chad says it's all bacon and grease. Okay. So well, a... turns out both those things are freaking amazing. Yeah. 
So we're we're gonna go there, and we you know what, dude? We actually have a, one of our friends in Lore Seekers is he lives there. So I don't bump him by name because I kind of want to TP his house. That, I'm just saying. Is that I can't What's say that? that? I probably shouldn't say it on the air. I, I kind of want to TP his house. I know that'd be good. Be like, hey, dude, we're, crashing, we're crashing your house with like 30 of our closest friends. I don't have 30 friends. <laughs> when, we're, oh, when we're drinking your beer, <laughs> it's doubly fun for you. Oh, man. That's funny. Anyway, so yeah, uh, we're yeah. going to Vegas. So. It's going to be an awesome time. Um, Cash and I, you know, like I said, maybe we'll do some live streaming through Twitter, uh, you know, walking down the Vegas Strip. I don't know. But anyway, look for a lot of fun oh things God, to happen. Oh, my God, we're going to get raped. We're, <laughs> we're going to get mugged and raped for sure. <laughs> You're definitely taller and leaner. Um, I just have to run faster than you. Man, come on. Don't be like that. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not turn around don't, and kick you in the chest. <laughs> don't be like that, man. Come on. What do you think this is? Anyway. Zombie apocalypse? All Friends, right. you can sense the excitement that we have for this event. And I think it, it's not just that it's ESO. It's Vegas. It was, it's just, whoever thought of it, like, nailed it. Outstanding. It's going to be a great, great event. Whether or not you can make it, join us with, you know, everything that we're doing to bring it to you. Everything that ESO is going to be doing to bring to bring the event to you. It's just going to be a really, really good time. And it's going to ring in. 2020 with the things that are coming <laughs> and <laughs> it should be great oh it's so good i can't wait i can't we, wait we look know. i'm not saying we're going to skyrim but we are so i mean i'm not saying we, we are but we are fire. you never know i i still think it'd be absolutely hilarious hilarious if <laughs> Merkmeyer. I know, just a huge troll, and <laughs> and all the cameras were on the crowd, and everybody just going, "Oh, fudge!" <laughs> <laughs> it would be the best. Oh. Seriously. Oh gosh, there's so many things that could be said. Oh, good gracious! All right, so anyway, well, friends, that's it for the news, and now it's time for the next little tiddly bit. Or uh, or the old uh, lore list. So yeah. Let's do this. It's kind of hard to come off that announcement. What Vegas? Yeah, I know. I keep. To, I think about it every day now. Every single day, I get to hang out with some of the, our greatest friends from Zoss. Yeah. Meet yeah. friends, new friends, and listeners. Get to hang out with you, and we get to just freaking. Go to Vegas. Never been to Vegas, uh, and and see all of this. Like, there's just there's so much win here. There's so much win, you know. Corrupt your soul. B, please. <laughs> B, please. <laughs> please carry on. Yeah, you need to watch The Hangover. We need to watch The Hangover again. Oh, I've seen it about a billion times. I've seen it. Okay. Need to refresh your memory. This is my man purse. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. Okay, guys, I put some roofies in the shots. <laughs> <laughs> There's a freaking tiger in the bathroom. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, I 
really think I'm not going to roofie your drink. I promise I will not roofie your drink. I promise. I don't believe you. I'm promising chat. I I legitimately do not believe you. (laughs) Well, good. If I wake up in an alley and my shoes are gone and other things are gone. Alan, put on some pants. (laughs) I find it strange I have to ask twice. (laughs) All right. I got to focus. Okay. Put your focus face on. You ready? You're sh- lower less than 84. <laughs> lower less than 84, my friends. I'm trying to make it clean for when you got to cut this for the next lower lesson compilation. So, oh. seriously, like, shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been a little off with that. Wait, be- wait, Sorry, was kids. there a beep? I never heard one. Earmuffs. <laughs> This is what happened right. seven years after casting together. <laughs> Holy crap. All right. Oh. All right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Lower less than 84, my friends. Tonight we are doing a an exclusive. This was actually requested. We are doing a lore lesson on the Ideal Masters, which turned out are incredibly interesting. And I'm going to show you why. Ruling over the mysterious realm of oblivion is a group of very pernicious beings known as the Ideal Masters. Claiming dominion over the Soul Cairn, these beings prefer to remain omnipresent as opposed to manifesting as actual physical beings. Instead, the Ideal Masters have been known to take on the form of a soul gem. Seemingly harmless, a soul gem can communicate with mortal beings and pursue the ultimate goal of the ideal masters to steal the very life essence of the mortal, eternally trapping them in the soul cairn. Now, the ideal masters sometimes manifest in one of these two forms. They can either manifest as a small red crystal, which you'll normally find resting inside a coffin, or as a giant pink crystal often found hovering above a structural ruin. Now, in these forms, they will drain the life essence of any approaching mortal. Here's a little fun fact. What is the Soul Cairn? The Soul Cairn is a dark realm of oblivion filled with trapped souls of the dead. Now, when a soul is captured by a soul gem, it can be used to power an enchantment, as you all know, playing ESL. Now, the remnants of the soul are transported to the soul cairn to roam aimlessly for all eternity. Now, I just want to point out that I normally say that Jibs leaves during my lore lessons. If you're live in chat, look at his chair. It was empty. And I continue. Although the undead souls of oblivion view being trapped as a curse... The ideal masters view this as a very peaceful life in eternity. Now, they believe they're freeing the mortals of meaningless hardship and gifting them with peace. So the ideal masters all actually have individual names, but the names themselves have never been spoken. They instead call themselves the maker of the soul cairn, and they too were mortals at one time. They originated on Nern during the Merithic era. The ideal masters practiced necromancy with an early order of sorcerers. They spent a majority of their time collecting souls, and over time, 
they became very, very powerful. But their power grew so great, they found their physical forms to be weak and very limiting, and not allowing them to fully take advantage of their place as soul merchants. So they eventually found a way and transcended their physical forms to become beings of pure soul energy. They entered oblivion and created the soul cairn. Now, what does the landscape in the soul cairn look like? It's dark, desolate, very, very barren land with scattered undead ruins, bones, and gravestones. Now, nothing is known to grow within the realm aside from dead trees and things known as soul husks, which are fungal structures that can be eaten as a source of food. Now, lightning strikes the ground of the soul cairn on a constant basis, and devices known as lightning attractors will absorb the energy and create black soul gems, of course, to trap more souls. Several structures also adorn the landscape of the soul cairn, including many burial structures and boneyards, one of which is called the Chapel of Love. It's a structure that contains the Emerald Gates, which are portals that can be used to teleport to other realms. A little fun fact. Soul husks growing within the soul cairn can be consumed and have been known to protect the imbiber's soul from being drained by the ideal master. It's one of the only things that can protect a mortal if they get stuck there from having their soul drained by the masters. Now, the soul cairn itself is inhabited by many, many different types of undead. The bone men are skeletal undead who serve as the ideal masters for eternity. They often manifest as ghostly skeletons. Mist men are ghostly undead with the ability to cast elemental, elemental or destruction magic. Wrath men are typically more powerful undead, sometimes adorned with armor and weapons, who roam the plains of the soul cairn under the control of the ideal masters. Now, the ideal masters sometimes make deals with necromancers. These necromancers are mortal, but they will provide them with souls in exchange for the ability of the necromancers to summon the armies of the undead. Sound familiar elsewhere? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, some necromancers, however, will fall victim to the tricks of the ideal masters and end up trapped inside the soul cairn forever. And one very interesting and notable example of this is the deal with the ideal masters that was made by a dragon by the name of Dernavir, who fell to their deceit and became forever trapped in the eternity of the soul cairn. Fun fact. Dernavir was a powerful dragon who lived in the Merithic era. He took part in many battles against other dragons in an attempt to control the skies of Nern. Now, Dernavir began to practice forms of necromancy and actually contacted the Ideal Masters in attempt to gain their favor. The Ideal Masters, in turn, granted Dernavir the power to summon armies of the undead from the Soul Cairn for his own use. But in exchange, he was charged with the protection of an immortal vampire by the name of Valerica. Now, Valerica was trapped within the Soul Cairn herself, and upon Dernavir's entrance to further protect her, Dernavir himself became bound to the eternal realm 
he was deceived by the ideal masters and never again able to return to Tamriel. Now, the ideal masters also have other interests. They are very, very well known for hoarding treasures of all kind in their realm. Now, the undead minions and other powerful servants guard their treasures, including those called the Boneyard Keepers. And these towering servants herd imprisoned souls and drain their energy to maintain the barrier in front of the Boneyard, which is where the ideal servants store many of their personal relics. Now, during the Imperial Simulacrum, Simulacrum, this is when uh, Jaggerthorn took the Imperial crown from Uriel Septum. So during that time, the Daedric Prince Mehrunes Dagon captured the Battle Spire and invaded the Soul Cairn. The Daedra's goal was to use the Soul Cairn as a way station between their own realms and the new realms they planned to conquer. Fun fact. The Battle Spire is a structure in between the realm of Oblivion and Mundus that allows numerous realms in Oblivion to be accessed through the use of teleportals and void gates. This should sound very familiar to some of you if you've played lots of games. Mm-hmm. So when the Daedra invaded, they killed many of the Ideal Master's servants and stole their treasures. And that tended to piss off the Ideal Servants, or the Ideal Master's. <laughs> But the invasion was eventually thwarted by an apprentice battle mage, that's you, the character, who was instructed by one of the ideal masters on how to use the gates to freely pass between Oblivion and the Soul Cairn. The battle mage was able to halt the advance of the Daedra and call the invasion. So, Jibs and I both talked about it. This lore lesson was very, very interesting and something that we really haven't heard too much about but it was like got the idea yep we're doing this one it sounds really really good so if you want to experience an appearance by the ideal masters yourself you can find them in an elder scrolls legend battle spire or in the dawn guard expansion for elder scrolls skyrim that was really interesting like yeah, man, I wish we could have we would have known about this during the witches festival. That'd been a good one to cover in the witches fest. It really would have been, but there, I mean, pretty much everything in Elder Scrolls you can cover during the witches festival because it's all super gnarly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is really, really good. Good job, man. That, uh, Thanks, buddy. Glad you liked it. Yeah, honestly, until we got that suggestion, I had never heard of them. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, I remember. I think we touched on them on another lore lesson when we talked about Oblivion, but we did not get deep into it. So this was kind of cool to really dive into who the Ideal Masters were. Agreed. Well, everybody, it's that time to wrap up the show. And we thank you all so much for listening, so much for your support. Seriously, I don't know if we've ever said this before on the show, at least on the record, but you, because of your support, and the U.S., uh, this is just U.S. alone. You have made us the highest-rated Elder Scrolls online podcast on iTunes. And we thank you, thank you, thank you for it. Seriously, thank you for your support. Um, you. We We really do um, appreciate everything you all do for us and, and listening to the podcast and, and everyone in the community. And we enjoy hearing from you. And so whatever app you're using, 
We hope you take a moment and leave us a review, but for every iTunes review, for every five-star iTunes written review that we get, we'll show you some love here on this show. And uh, we got a couple here. First up, we got Shinobi909 from the USA. He says, just want to start off by thanking you guys for entertaining my workday. Thanks, guys. Now, on to the sappy stuff. You two have such chemistry together, it's refreshing. Your love and compassion for not only the game, but the community as well, is just staggering and inspirational to me. For I have been a member of your guild for a better part of a year now. I don't think I have ever spoken a word to any of my guildmates. Not a fault on their own, my own flaw. I have always been a loner in games, just how I am. But you guys are making me want to change all of that, so I plan to take the initiative and become a better guildmate. Thanks, guys. Love you all. Oh, and the podcast is great. <laughs> dilly dilly mates. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Actually, thank you. We've heard, we've heard a lot of stories of people coming out of their shell a little bit. Um, and, yeah. and it's okay. If you got a shell, that's all right. Come, just if you feel comfortable coming out of it, come on out of it. You're going to be very, very well received in Lore Seekers. And um, I don't know if we can help somebody out of a shell, then it sounds awesome to me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for that that's awesome uh next we got uh odog one 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 i had to put spaces in there just to get the amount of ones right uh from canada thanks so much <laughs> says khajiit approves <laughs> that's awesome i like thanks. that yep i like that yep. gotta do um i gotta give uh i know we have some community shout outs but um let's give another one just real quick i want to give a community shout out to chivas and the reason being is because somebody's mentioning him right now in chat and about how awesome he was to them earlier don't know the story behind it but i'm gonna have to agree with him chivas is one of our leaders and he's amazing at it all of them are amazing i specifically want to call out chivas today he runs our trials he's just a super honest mellow great guy he has great leadership qualities and we really really do appreciate his help in helping us run our community thanks bud yeah agree 100 seriously our staff at lore seekers are amazing they're killing it and I appreciate them so much, so, right. so much. So thank you to Chivas and to all the staff. Uh, quick shout out to community member Titus the Great 262. My friend, you are awesome. Super happy to have you with us, have you with us at the Lore Seeker community. You can call us 765 382 6961. Anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. goes straight to our voicemail. And uh, you know what? If you keep it around two minutes or so, ask us your uh, Elder Scrolls online question or show question, put it in the show. Uh, you can email us, lorespeakerspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're looking to join the official Lore Seekers Guild, or really community, we're 1,300 strong. These are people from all over the globe, people who are fans of Elder Scrolls. If you want to come be a part of that and forge some awesome relationships, you can lorespeakerspodcast.com forward slash guild. You download the Discord app, join our Discord server, and apply by typing slash apply and apply to Guild Channel. You can find the show wherever podcasts are free. We don't charge for any of our content, so wherever podcasts are free on all kinds of apps, we'll be there. Special thanks to Family Jewels and Sore Coast Soundscapes on YouTube for the intro and ambience. And if you're looking for even more content from Lore Seekers, go to lorespeakerspodcast.com. All the lore lessons, ESO 101s. Uh, we got that experimental bill and the punishing bowman there. Uh, we got all our podcast episodes, Cash's stuff, that all the stuff he does. From the Hearth is coming back. All the things. Hearth. From the Hearth. Hearth, <laughs> hearth, Hearth. But anyway. Your friends, you got to know that the, the Hearth and Hearth thing has been going on with Jibs and I for the better part of five years. 
Ever since Hearthstone. <laughs> now I don't want to. Now I'm nervous. Now I don't want to talk. I feel like I'm being judged by a knife-ear Altmer on the other side. Every of single right second of every single day by me. Yeah. Well, you know, this is my life, and I have chosen this. It is. Friends, you can follow us on Twitter, Jibs at Jibs IRL, Cash at Lore Seeker Cash. The cash is with a cacay. Most importantly, follow the show. On Twitter, we are at Lore Seekers Cast. On Instagram, we are at Lore Seekers. YouTube, we are at Lore Seekers. And on Twitch, Twitch TV, Twitch.tv, oh, forward slash Lore Seekers. <laughs> Friends, thank you all for hanging out. We look forward, if you're going to Vegas, can't wait to take some pics and have some fun. It's going to be a good one. We'll see you next week. Be awesome to each other. Safe travels, friends.